You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's say somebody, uh, Rabbi Yashiv was asked, saw the Sefer Torah fall. And what he should have done, of course, when he davened Mincha was, I'm going to fast tomorrow. But he didn't do that. But he still fasted. He fasted. But he didn't think the day before he was Makabotimus. So Rebel Yoshev says, well, the Gemara says that if you're not Makabo in Mincha beforehand, even though you end up fasting, it's not called a shame Tainus. For an individual, he needs to have, have that preparation moment of accepting it. Even though when he woke up in the morning, he said, I'm fasting today, based on what happened yesterday. If he did not really think it in his mind by Mincha, Rebbe Yoshev says it wouldn't count and he would have to fast another time. L'chorah. Rebbe Yoshev says, no. The truth is that it really is not a shame tainus, but you don't have to fast a second time. So on one hand, I guess it's better to, to think about it, but if you don't, Rebbe Yoshev felt that you don't, you've done enough. It's not really such a chiv, like a real chiv tainus, like a tainus, uh, other type of tainasim, the tainus of seeing a Sefer Torah fall. You shouldn't have to see it, but it doesn't have the same din as that at all. Um, we talked about Tainus Esther being in some ways a more kuladika Tainus, according to many shitas. The Ravid says it's a Tainus of Simcha. Let's say somebody is ill and he's not supposed to be fasting. Should he get an aliyah? So Rabbi Yoshev shita was that, again, without embarrassing someone, um, you should not give an aliyah to somebody who isn't fasting. Um, and even though a Balbris could get an aliyah. So Rebbe Yoshev says it's obviously what's different. A Balbris is not mechuyiv to fast at all in a case where, for example, it's a tiny tzibur shenitcha. But the chola, he has a chiyiv. In other words, the chiyiv tainus is there for the chola. The only thing is he's got an excuse. The Balbris, because of the Yom Simcha that it is, it's almost like the Din Tainus doesn't apply to him. Now, Lachora, I would ask on Rebel Yoshev, but should he get an Aliyah? Especially if the Aliyah is about uh, the fasting? So the Teretz is like we said before, when we were learning, we weren't recording this, from, 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 from the, what we saw earlier, uh, from the, the, in, in the, uh, that the, Reading of the Torah is about tshuva. So if the, so the Baal Bris could get an aliyah, even though we know he's eating. Because ultimately, he can be doing tshuva as well, despite the fact that it's a yom simcha for him. So the tainus isn't chal, but the aspect of tshuva is still relevant to him. So that's sort of the way you have to walk this around. Shanking somebody who's sick shouldn't get an aliyah at all on a fast day. You know, we had, recently, we had the, uh, 
Asar Betavis was on Shabbos. So let's say it's Asar Betavis and it's Friday night. Uh, you're finished fasting. Well, not yet. And Asar Betavis never come, come on Shabbos. You mean Erev Shabbos. Yeah, that's what I mean. No. That's, that's what I mean. If it's on Friday, you come and you come, uh, you come home, it's Friday night. So normally, what would you do? You'd sit at the table, um, you would sing the, uh, the, the Shalom Aleichem and maybe the Eshaz Chayil. Um, on, should we perhaps be Makatzer um, or not? L'chorah, you know, those things aren't so important. And, and L'chorah, he's fasting unnecessarily because he could be eating even quicker. Um, now, uh, Revel Yoshev's son, uh, also said to his, his father that L'chaira, um, it, you know, what are you going to do? Say Shalom Aleichem after Kiddush? Um, you know, L'chaira Shalom Aleichem, the whole point is there, the Malachim are only there till you bring in the Yantiv, till you bring in Shabbos, then they're gone. Um, so maybe say Shalom Aleichem, you don't sing it. So Rav Yashiv smiled when he heard these questions and he says, okay, I guess you're right. I never, Rav Yashiv actually seemingly didn't think it was such a big issue, but he says, yeah, you could talk be Makatsir in order not to be guilty, so to speak, of fasting. Now I would say all of this is only if you actually feel the pain of fasting. Now, many people, especially, I know uh, many times that I've gone through uh, Sarah Batavis, I didn't even feel anything uh, because it's such a short day. But if you're Margish, that's our Rebbe Yoshev says, maybe there is Kedai to sort of flip things when it comes to the way you're going to sing this Miros. Um, the... Uh, You know, one of the things, you know, they talk about davening early on a fast day. Um, now, Lachora, you want to start um, after Chatzos, Mincha. But Lachora, that's only the Shmon Esre. The Kriya Satira that you would be reading, right? The Kriya Satira that you would read. And Mincha, right? The Kriya Satira. Lachaira, the Kriya Satira, you can start before Chatzais. Why not? So, Rabbi Yoshev wasn't so happy with that Eitzah. In other words, this way, you can start Davini Minach even earlier, as long as you have the Shmona Esrei 30 minutes after Chatzais. Why do you have to start Ashrei? Chayav Ashrei and Kriya Satira takes 15, 20 minutes, whatever it takes, 10, 15 minutes, then you have the Haftarah as well. Why don't you do that before? As long as the Shmona Esrei is after Chatzos, that should be enough. So Rabbi Yashem says that's not the way Chazal uh, had it, but uh, yeah, and, and, and the truth is, we've been, they've been doing Tanesim, uh, this Takana is very early. Pidievet, if a Tzibur does it, okay. Obviously, they were Yotze, the, 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 the Mincha, but that's not really the way it should be done. We talked about being Makabal uh, Tainus. Now, one of the things I do and many other people do is to fast on the Yom Hashanah, on the Yurt site. Um, let's say um, you, you didn't think in the Mincha beforehand that you're going to be fasting the next day. Remember what Rebel Yoshev said before. Um, 
So, Rav Yosha has a chiddush. Yosha says, that let's say you're fasting, um, you know, for some incident that occurred or something that happened, or you want to be machaper on certain averot, or something is happening in the community, so you want to fast. That you need a kabbalah beforehand. But a tainus that happens on its own, you don't need a kabbalah before. Like the sefer Torah that fell, that was a good shiler. Well, Yosef says it might not be such a chiv to fast anyway, so it's not so bad that you didn't think about it. But a yard site, if that's your minig, and that is of course brought in Shulchan Aruch to fast on a yard site, he says that's that's a tainus that happens anyway. So. You know, and that is the minag, and you know what's going to happen. So even if you didn't think about it, it still has a shame tainus, and whatever kiyum you have of fasting uh, in a positive way, still is it occurs no matter what, even though you didn't think about it before. Um, we talked again about Asara Betevis on a on a Friday. Um, there are uh, shuls like in the JEC and other places where they make Kiddush and shul. Okay, so let's say it's still early and it's not yet say Sakochavim. So what about Kiddush? So the uh, Rebel Yoshim says that you shouldn't have a cut and drink it. What should it be? Um, someone should stay in shul and drink. Now, im lo yishta menakos b'shasa kiddush lo yotza choves kiddush. So basically, what you're going to have is the gabai will stay in shul until it becomes seis or late enough to drink, and even though he made the bracha bar pragefen and everything else, and he's not drinking, and there's a big hefsik. Rav Yoshev says, "Avsha over zman rav, atsha shosakos, kiven she lo yisiach daita min ashtia lekach shash." It's a big kiddush. <laughs> so I've never seen that done, and I haven't been in the JEC on, on on that day when it happened. But um, Rav Yoshev is based on the fact that if you don't drink the wine, it's liikuva. So it sounds that. Uh, you know, it sounds like Rabbi Yoshev isn't so happy with the idea of kids drinking the wine, which I think is what happens in uh, in all these shuls. I know in the JEC, they call up the little kids to if drink. If nobody drinks it, isn't it Barachal Batala? That's right, but he says it's also not a kiddush. <laughs> in other words, it doesn't have a shame kiddush if nobody drinks it. So he says having a kid drink it is not, a, is, is not correct. So... Therefore, right? So, Rebel Yoshev says that, um, that the hefsik, based on the fact, even though there's a, even, first of all, if you're not Masiach Das, it's technically not a hefsik. And even if somebody did talk, um, the hefsik is not Migareya. Anyway, so, uh, the Chiddush of, of Rebel Yoshev, I've never seen this happen that you should actually have somebody stick around. I mean, everyone left. There should be someone still in the shul, and he'll drink the wine when it comes to time. Because at least that way, by drinking it, he now affirms that it was a proper kiddush that was done in the shul. Or else, you're right, it's a brachal of atola. The whole thing is ridiculous. 
So that's what you have to do in that case. Um, what about if you have a bris on same gedalia? Um, and, you know, they're making this thing. So who should drink, uh, from the, from the, make the, bring the bar pragefen? I remember we already said, uh, from the ritva already today that the bow bris has to be fasting. But we know part of a bris is making bar pragefen. So who drinks the cup? So, Rebel Yoshev says, you should give it, if the Yoletis is there, if the, if the, if the, if the, the woman who had the baby is there, she should drink, because she's, of course, it's, she has a bigger heter to drink. Um, but is she gonna make the bracha also? Oh, very good question. So she should be listening when the person makes the bracha, so in order that she should hear it. So she should be the one who should drink the wine. And the reason is, is because, in a certain sense, she has a heter to drink, even though it's more than seven days from the time that she had the baby. But it's not like Yom Kippur. Uh, we're not so machmir, but she should be the one to drink the wine. So she should be listening, if she can, to the bracha, and they should get they should get the wine to her. Um, okay. Uh, this has a little bit to do with the Parsha, where the Parsha is a Parsha of Tefillin. Uh, we'll talk more about Rebbe Yoshev and the Parsha in a couple of minutes. Um, let's say uh, it's during the, the, the three weeks, and a person has such long hair that uh, his hair grows nice and strong and long, and it's now a Chatzitza for his Tefillin. So even though you're not supposed to um, take haircuts. Um, we talked even about on, on um, you know, can he at least cut that spot on his on his fore on the top of his head? So he should be Yotzi Mitzvah Tefillin. So Rabbi Yoshim says, yeah, you are allowed to because it's not like you're taking a haircut to look good. You're looking at him the Mitzvah, so that would be all right to be able to do that. What about somebody, you know, part of the halachas of the nine days uh, is that you do not, we're going to be learning about it, that, that rechit says us or during the nine days, or at least shuwa shachal b'yitishabov. What about people who have a minag to go to the mikveh every day? The chesidim go to the mikveh every single day before davening. So should they keep that minag during the nine days? Rabbi Yosha felt that it's got to be a minag kavua by them. That if he if they do it all the time, they don't miss a day generally. Ainus, uh, it's something else, but they do have a right. That's not considered a bitto. And of course, you'll see they all go to the mikvah. All the chabadskers, everybody goes to the mikvah. They're not days, but Yoshev agreed. Um, now, um, they asked Rebel Yoshev that okay, that's going in the water. What about the shower beforehand? Now we know that in many mikvos. And I'm not sure with COVID what's going on. I don't know exactly. But before COVID and everything, you know, people of the mikvah, the mikvahs were open. And there's big signs there. You go to the, the Lubavitch mikvah here. I don't know if you've been there, but um, you probably have been. Um, you'll see there's a big sign there. And I think it's the same thing, you know, when you go to the mikvah in, in uh, Berea, the, the, that they open up for men, that you have to take a shower before you go to the mikvah. So the during the nine days, 
I mean, that's like what you're supposed to, can you take a shower? Again, you're going to the mikvah, that's all right. But the shower beforehand, what should you do? So Rebel Yoshev didn't like that takona. <laughs> Even though I guess for hygiene, it makes sense. Rebel Yoshev felt that that was not a good, that that shouldn't be. Um, that um, So his, his, son, uh, his grandson said to him that, but uh, Saba, it's because they had to make it. Because otherwise, people would, uh, you know, go into the mikvah and then have carry all sorts of diseases and things like that. So they have to be, you know, this is this this limits disease. So it's a very important takana that you should take a, sh- a shower. Sir Yoshev thought, well, okay, take a cold shower. It doesn't give you the same hana. Again, I guess a cold shower with soap, I guess, is good enough in terms of hygiene. Uh, if that is good enough for you, I, I, it's hard for people, I think, to take a cold shower if they're not used to it. Uh, people who have a mental pain, you know, if they're not used to taking cold showers. So, again, that is the, uh, okay. They asked Rebel Yoshev a lot of times in Eretz Yisrael, the, uh, the year finishes, like, you know, they, they go all the way till the nine days. Um, you know, they, they have the, the programming goes all the way. I mean, again, here they, they finish in June and they run away. When I was in Houston, where it's very hot, they finish at the end of May, the first days of June. But Eretz Yisrael, despite how hot it is, a lot, even the Shiva's Tanot, you know, a lot of them learn all the way till close to the nine days. Sometimes, you know, Pashavasarbatamas into the nine days. So let's say it's in the nine days already, and, you know, they want to give prizes at the end of the year for the Bochum that learned well. So, would it be all right to give prizes to people during the nine days? So Rebel Yoshev said, okay, um, first of all, why can't you just still pick up the prize afterwards? Why do they have to have a special tekes and have it during the nine days and get the gift? So the person asking Rebel Yoshev says, because basically that's Ben Azmanim, you can't find them. So Rebel Yoshev felt that it's best to give give like a certain certificate that they have it, but the actual gift, whether it's svarim or whatever the gift that they're giving them, maybe it's money or whatever it is, that should really just arrive uh, after the nine days. They shouldn't give it to them in there. Um, we've spoken about the das of Rav Chaim Kanievsky and others Revelyoshev's son-in-law is Ogesunstein, the people who make siyumim during the nine days to be able to eat meat and things like that. So we talked about whether you can finish a sefer in Tanakh, and we saw various shittas about that when we learned about it. Revelyoshev wasn't happy with that. Um, and, and, and Rav Osher Weiss, I think, uh, is, is, is on the same page as far as this goes. Um, finishing a sefer in Tanakh, is not called uh, a sudas mitzvah, and you wouldn't make a a siyum as far as that goes. That's Rabbi Yoshev Shita as far again. His, his son-in-law, I think, disagrees, but that was his shita. Um, Pidyan Aben Suda that you're making. Uh, in the nine days. So Rebel Yoshev said, 
that you're allowed to serve meat at such a meal, even though it's within three days before Tisha B'Av, Pidyan Aben is Mamash Asudas Mitzvah, and you're allowed to serve meat to the people who are there. Now, Rabbi Yoshev says that you shouldn't just put out an invitation to everybody to come. It should be the people who are Mamash Yedidim, the Krovim. Um, and the person asked, I don't know why he had to ask him, but he said, um, what about the women who are there at the meal? I guess they don't have the mitzvah, Pidyan Aben, because men have the mitzvah, women don't. Um, he says, yo, he says, don't worry, you can serve meat to everybody there, men and women, and that would be fine. Um, they asked him about, we talked about a Sheva Brochus before during the, during the, during the, it's already the three weeks. And we've seen this already in the Mishnah Bura, but, uh, the, the Simchas for the, for the Chosen. So you're allowed to dance at such a Sheva Brochus, even though it's happening in the three weeks in terms of music, that would be something else, but you are able to get up and dance. And Rabbi Yoshev says, that's the Minig in this community that they dance during the Sheva Brochus. You can do that. Oh, well, um, we, we know that there's a Chumrah not to make a Shechianu during the three weeks. So let's say somebody uh, becomes 70 years old and um, there is a discussion that you, when you become 70, uh, that you should make Shechianu. So the Ben Ishchai says um, that even when you're 60, you can make Shechianu. Some Achronim say that eh, we're not sure, maybe take a new fruit. So let's say if you become 70 during the three weeks. So should you get a new fruit? Because you should wait till Shabbos. So Rabbi Yosha said, look, it doesn't have to be the day of your birthday. <laughs> this idea of reaching 60 and 70, it's not like, ah, it's my birthday. You can, you can still, even though you're 70 for a couple of days now, you can make the Shechionu, Rabbi Yosha says, after the nine days, after the three weeks, and the nine days are over. That would be a better thing to do. Here's a question for you, Moshe. Um, we know the Sephardim, uh, they make chasanas on, uh, uh, they make chasanas on, uh, after Shabbos Betamuz. Remember I, t- I said over, you know, the story with Reb Chacham uh, Avadia, that he, this is one of the things he told that the, 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 the all the uh, big hotels in Tel Aviv and other places, he told them how he was going to help them. This way they wouldn't work on Shabbos because he would get them more business because he made sure to push through that they would have chasnas mitam the Rabbanut even after uh, Shabbos Betamas because he, you know, because originally they didn't make chasnas during then because the Ashkenazim controlled everything. And the meaning of the Ashkenazim was not to have chasnas after Shabbos Betamas. So Chachamavadi changed that. Anyway, a cope on him. Now we're ready. Of course, they do have chasnas near to throw mitam the Rabbanut after Shabbos Betamas, Tovrish So now the question is Sfardi's making the chasna with everything. Can an Ashkenazi who's invited? Um, show up and sit there and I guess dance. We'll see in a minute um, and, and listen to the music there. So Rabbi Yosha says, yeah, because you're coming for the chosun. You're coming because of the parents of the chosun. And for him, you know, that's his minag. And you have a mitzvah to misameach him by showing up. 
where Yoshim says, okay, you don't have to, you know, you know, without being obvious, you don't have to dance as Lebedic as you maybe usually would. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I mean, each person has to decide on his own. We should be Zoha to have Simchas only. Um, this is a question I heard. Um, yes. This question I heard from Rav, Rav Heinemann, my Rebbe, many, many years ago. Um, you know, we talk about listening to music during the three weeks, during the nine, they're up into, into the three weeks. Um, what about the reason why you need to listen to music is when you're driving. There are people who they have to keep music on in the car, just somehow keeps them more alert. So can you listen to music that's coming from the radio? So Rebel Yoshev seemed to say that if the music is music that's done um, with like real music with instruments, Rebel Yoshev felt that you, sh- you should be machmer to listen to a cappella music uh, on the radio. Um, however, um, if, if, if you don't have such music, uh, clearly, uh, you can listen to whatever it takes. But if you are able to get a, a cappella music, that would be uh, the best thing. Again, that was Rebel Yoshim's feeling as far as that goes. Again, you could say, yeah, a minor T is to be matir completely, but again, if, if you can get a cappella, I guess that would be better if you can. Um We know that you're not supposed to be drinking wine uh, during the Shavu Shachal Botishabov. Um, what about if you are making a type of dough and you pour wine into the dough? Um, so it's like a, a rum cake or something like that, or a wine cake. Um, or let's say, like he says, it's punch and has a little bit of wine in it. So would that be a problem of drinking wine or imbibing wine? And Rebel Yoshev said you shouldn't. So it's usr. That that's also considered usr. We said before that, um, you know, uh, even a cotton who's not fasting, talked about it in the name of the Mishnah Pura, uh, should also take, be involved in... Um, the fast. He should only eat bread and water. He shouldn't have. What's the age, though, that you consider the cotton um, is in that is in that situation? Um, that he's that again. You know, you have chinuch that he, but he's not necessarily in a time of avelus. For example, um, even by benching and havdala. Um, during the ninth, during the, the Shavuashachal Bautishabov, and Shulchan Aruch, it says that the minig is not to drink the cup of, of Birchas Hamazon, but you give it to a Tinok. And then Shabura says, it's a Tinok, Shegil Lechinoch. You don't give it to a baby. But he's not yet Lisabel. So what I said before in the Mishnabura is someone who's old enough to know what Avelus is. Okay. Then you have an in-between age where it's chinuch, where the bracha makes sense for him. There's a baby who's not shy to chinuch. What are you giving the baby to drink? It's the bracha has no connection to him. 
Okay, and if he's just a so, what's the age where he's he's magil lechinuch? He'll drink the bracha of benching or the bracha of Havdalah, but he's not yet in this in a, in a, in, a, in a mindset of avelus that he shouldn't be drinking the wine during this period. So what they asked Rebbe Yosha exactly what that age is. So Rebbe Yoshev had two different answers on this. He said, first, it's definitely by 10, the average child can understand history and the Chorban. So it's got to be less than 10. But probably um, somewhere, you know, over 7 or 8. In other words, about even, you know, about 8 years old or so, that's already where he's serious enough that the bracha makes sense. But if he's already 10, that's probably too old to be drinking the cup. Um, we talked about a Siyam Masechta to make a Sudas Mitzvah. Unfortunately, it happens to a lot of people. Um, what about you skipped off him? Again, it's one thing you got a couple lines, but if you mamish skipped pages, Rebbe Yoshev is a stickler. <laughs> Doesn't count. It's not a Sudas Mitzvah. You didn't, you didn't finish the Masechta. What about a kid who makes a Masechta? A child. So it's interesting. Rabbi Yoshev felt, even though the child is smart, he understood what he was learning, but if he's a katan, that would not be considered a simcha enough, a suras mitzvah, and he says a siyam of a katan doesn't, doesn't count. Now, it's interesting because he clearly learned it, but I guess since he doesn't have the mitzvah saseh of limit al-tayra, it doesn't uh, it doesn't help. One last question of uh, a person who is studying to be a chazan. Uh, he's studying to be a musician and he's taking lessons. So do they have to stop the lessons during the nine days? So Rabbi Yoshev said that, um, okay, the person who's teaching, for him, it's all about his parnosa. L'shem parnosa, we weren't gozer. So even though he's singing and he's go, he goes to the he goes to the uh, to the piano and he even shows the notes, that would be mutter, especially as non-Jews that he's teaching. He's allowed to continue that even in the nine days. But if you're the student, um. What about you? So he says it depends. If basically, um, like you're starting something fresh, and I remember because I took piano lessons and I, <laughs> I never was too good at it. But I know the worst time was what the what the um, teacher would do. The teacher would um, play the whole piece. Like the teacher would take out the sheet of music and she would play for me, Mrs. Badanis. She would play the whole piece for me and say, ah, wouldn't you like to be able to do that? Of course, I knew I could never do it like she did. But then I would have to start looking at it and figuring out where the notes are and pressing my fingers. Actually, you know, I knew how to use my fingers a little bit, but that was hard. So when you're starting to learn even though the music is coming out, if there's no Hano in it. So Rebbe Yoshev said, um, 
you would be allowed to begin to learn how to how, how to play that song if it's the first time. But let's say it's something that you're already pretty good at it, and you already and you're already an advanced student, and now this is like going to a different level of advancement. So you're clearly getting a lot of pleasure out of it. It's not just the excitement of something new; it's also the excitement of something you're very good at. So even though this is a new trick he's going to teach you, it's not going to be so hard for you to jump to that level. And therefore, you're going to enjoy your your success in doing it, even if you might flub a little bit in the beginning. So that would be awesome. But if you're if, if you really aren't really good at it yet, whether it's singing or playing music, again, this is a very interesting, I think, a very brilliant answer that Abayashin has. And I can tell you, that's definitely the way it feels. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.